Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 22nd of February. It's just gone seven o'clock here on the top floor of RF Towers. A disappointing weekend for Mayo. A lot of doom and gloom for travelling fans on the way back from Tyrone. Long spin. Only solace that it was a five o'clock game and got back in a reasonable hour. The dubs seem to be back in overdrive. We have John Stagg and Demac perched in the corner as usual. Guest tonight, former... Uh, Appearance on the pod last year. It's Jerry McGowan. Jerry, how are you? Good, Saint. How's it how, going? How is um how has life been treating you since we talked to you last? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I think last time I spoke to you, I had uh, don't think I was involved with anyone. I think since then I got involved with Boyle actually after I spoke to you last year, and we went to the county final, and uh, Bridget's beat us, and then Bridget's had that great run into the final then, so. That was probably all from a football perspective and yeah, probably we'll do the same again this summer now. So just taking it easy now till then and then kind of probably get involved with Boyle and take in the summer. So how did you did you run Boyle or did you roll Bridget's close? I didn't understand the, the question. Or I don't know don't remember the results, sorry. Uh, it was uh, we were beat by a point actually, yeah, and oh. uh, I think yeah we were kind of unlucky actually not to sort of bring it to extra time. I think Kim McKeown had a, a free just at the end. I think cramped up so just and it dropped short. So but yeah, played really well and um, I suppose but look again very good Bridges team and obviously it showed that they went all the way to the final playing good football. So and probably uh, probably in my opinion probably should have nipped it in the end. You know. Oh, that's two, that's two years in a row now, Jerry. Is it the last by a point? And that's tough. It is, tough yeah. That's tough on that bunch, like it is. Yeah, and I, I think they were probably confident the first time going in, and they, you know they'd never been in the final before, and there was a lot of fanfare. And to be fair, they uh, Keen Smith had managed it really well, kind of the second time, and there was, you know, they'd cut out a lot of the stuff maybe that they were doing from a you know distraction point of view, and uh, prepared really well. And you know, in fairness, had had chances. You know, had chances to sort of take it, but uh, yeah. Unlucky now, and you've uh, you've got a player there, Jerry, Jared Craig. A lot of talk about in the media lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, uh, great fella, brilliant athlete. You know, probably in the shape of his life. Uh, he's been um he's been a star with uh UCD this year. Um, played played some brilliant football, and and again, you know. I suppose Boyle have some great forwards there, you know, and uh, Donny, Keen McKeown, Dara, like that's probably the fulcrum of the attack, you know what I mean? And, you know, between the four of them, they, they you know, they, they they play some good football together. And Dara, I mean, just Dara's sort of getting better almost as each game goes by, you know, but I think he just relished that responsibility with UCD. I think he was vice captain and uh, you could tell on him that he was sort of happy to take responsibility and, you know, it kind of showed, I think, what did he get, 10 points in the in the final? Probably unlucky to come out on the losing side, to be fair. And I think that form has sort of carried him well now for Roscommon. He's 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 kind of playing with a freedom maybe he hadn't played with before. So, um, you know, he's, a big, I suppose, a big game from now next weekend now because he's sort of front and centre at the minute, you know. Are you, you know, for, um, go on, Joe. Sorry, I was just going to say, you know, for I know obviously they're very disappointed with the county final, but when they'd see Bridges go on then all the way and, and nearly had one hand on the cup, really, uh, it has to give them great confidence themselves to know that, you know, they went toe to toe with them and, and possibly could have beaten them on the county final day going forward. Like it gives them a bit of a G up again. Like I think so. I think so. But, you know, understanding that they're, you know, they've no God given right to be back in the final, you know, and, you know, they had a bad start to the championship last year. Um, uh, just before I went in, they, they played Roscommon Gales. And, you know, maybe there was an element of, 
you know, just kind of showing up and sort of been back in the final. And as everyone knows, you just, you know, you just can't show up in championship. You know what I mean? You've got to go and earn it again. And, you know, now they've got to do it for the third year in a row and sort of try and get back there. And, you know, there'll be no, there's no guarantee of an easy draw either. Like they could get Bridget's in the group stages and struggle to get out. So like, um, but yeah, I would say confidence is is, is high. And um, I mean, Keen McKeown is, is off traveling. He's obviously a loss to Roscommon as well. Um, he's he's gone, but um, uh, I think the plans are for him to be back in time for the championship. But you know, again, a huge player, like so one of their main forwards. So, yeah. what's the what's the level like up there in the Roscommon Club Championship? I know, like we talked about the, the county team before and stuff. Like, what's the the base of it up there? Uh, look, look. I, I mean, I think I said this the last time I was on with you. The the skill level in Roscommon across the board is really high with a lot of the footballers. Like they, you know, they like to play football. And the skill level kind of shows that um, within Boyle, I mean, very easily coached. Everything you kind of say kind of sticks. If you work on something, it kind of transfers into the games, you know, team, you know, very receptive. And, you know, you, you look at Bridget's down on the other side, again, played a lovely style of football, very well drilled. You know, they stuck that to that kind of uh, style of football all the way through to the final. And to be honest with you, blew Glenn away for 45 minutes and, you know, playing that style of football and some great forwards, like, you know, you just look at Ben O'Carroll there, you know, just a joy to watch. And then you have Robbie and Rory and Shane Canaan midfield. And then obviously the Rolls Royce and Brian Stack there at fullback, like, you know, so, I mean, the, lots of, lots of classy footballers in Roscommon, you know, and um, just, just, never could understand why you know they just don't make that sort of elite top four you know considering all the players that they have you know Cherry has club football started in Roscommon yet or I think there's a couple of, yeah they have a couple of games in Um, I think sort of warm up leagues Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not too close to it at the minute but uh, I'm keeping an eye on things but just just not not involved just yet but yeah they have, they have a few games played and I think 100% record so far with <laughs> <laughs> and, and have boiled the 65 sessions done <laughs> <laughs> not just yet not just yet to be fair not just yet what was the take Jerry from the weekend you see you were watching a lot of football what was the, the biggest yeah, um, interesting weekend I mean look Derry Derry are flying high I think you know from a from a you know they've, they've 100% record there now I think I think someone said today they're safe um if they can't be relegated. I mean, this is their first year up. I know they were never going to be, but um, you look at the Mayo Tyrone game again, kind of a game of two halves. Uh, thought Tyrone were very, very good in the second half. You know, um, you can get into the Mayo thing maybe in a bit if you want, but you know, I just thought Tyrone played a lovely brand of football, like bringing Darren McCurry on. You know, I don't think anyone could have expected that level of performance and kicking eight points. I suppose in in a half of football is you know there's a lot for itself. Um, you go then to Dublin. I mean, the performance that they put on in Crow Park was a joy. I mean, again, one of those things where you wouldn't have expected them to 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 be going that well so soon, and and I'm sure they didn't go back too early, you know. But they just looked awesome. The pace, the power, just the speed they were breaking up the field, and then. You know, kicking some of them scores, and then obviously what you know with the way Khan is playing at the minute, he's you know he's top class. You know, um, and and look at Ross Common then obviously you know kicking one sixteen against uh, uh, Monaghan. Like I mean, that will do them the world of good. Um, you know the, I, I think that's that's you know that's the biggest score they've got this year, and um, obviously Monaghan aren't going brilliant, but Ross Common still had to show up and obviously put the ball over the bar, and you know they can do that all day long if they're let like so. Do you think there's something missing 
in in like you've seen he said that a game of two halves, but you think was it just that when McCurry came in and and Tyrone kicked into gear, Mayo couldn't they couldn't fight back. Was like what do you think is is it just that they were down numbers or is it a broader thing? Look, I mean, I'm sure it's well spoken about. I mean, look, making that amount of changes for me, I would not be a fan of that. I mean, I would be against that all day long, um, especially in the league, because you're relying on everybody that comes in to really know their job, you know, really know what they're supposed to do, understand all the kickout calls, you know, understand the matchups, understand, you know, when, you know, they, they go from sort of a first phase ball into sort of control it. And, and Mayo looked like they were trying to sort of control the ball without even breaking fast. They looked like they were, their mind made up, you know, that they were going to control the ball. They were going to go over and back regardless of the way Tyrone were set up, you know, and they never really penetrated the way Mayo can. And they were going over and back a lot. And look, on the flip side, if you look at it, they conceded nine points from freeze. That's probably... That's probably not sustainable in Division One because you know the quality is there for forwards to punish you, and if you're going to give them freeze, um, and that's why probably most teams are setting up with big numbers at the back is because if you can if you can curb the amount of freeze and obviously no goals, uh, you're going to make teams shoot under pressure. And I just thought Mayo were trying to press very high and then they were sort of racing back and kind of doing a lot of fouling and you can't do that with the quality of obviously McCurry and Canavan and you know from a free taker perspective but they were always it just looked like they were sort of getting Tyrone were getting a lot of one-on-one football you know getting one-on-ones and they were kind of getting around you know their men easily and getting a shot off which in Division 1 you probably you probably just have to game manage your way through a lot of games and try and get those results you know and it didn't look like maybe Mayo were tuned into that and you know that can kind of boil down at the end of the day to probably just maybe not everybody on the same wavelength you know yeah do you think have not have Mayo not having a, a, a free taker left footed free taker do you think every team division one that level analysis that sort of thought that goes into it goes if we are going to foul them if we're going to take them down we're going to do it on our left hand side or, or their right hand side do you think there's more yeah, of a chance of pressing or more or, or putting in a harder tackle when you know they haven't got a man to convert on that side? Well, I, I still think if it's inside 30 yards, left or right, I think most inter-county fours, certainly Ryan O'Donoghue could, could put them over left or right. I'm sure he practices enough with either side. you know. And I, and I think yeah. I wouldn't say, I certainly wouldn't have ever gone after a team and said, I'll foul them on one side over the other side. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, uh, okay, if they... If it's a thing, certainly you, you you could take advantage of it. But I, I think I think something like a mismatch where I would have said in the Dublin match, you said Old Merchant Mark and David Clifford the night, I would have said is more of a tactical mismatch and gone after a high ball in on top of David Clifford, we'd say, you know, rather than maybe chasing a left foot inside and tackling harder, you know. But I still I still think I, I just struggle to see the sort of patterns that Mayo are trying to do in games. I I, I struggle to see what they're at. I think they press high. And sort of chase back, and it's um, it's a risky enough strategy if you break that front line. You know what I mean. And if if you get if, if teams get around you and you're not set up at the back, you know you can be you can be caught. And you know certainly that second half, the last day, Tyrone's break from you know I suppose their transition from defence to attack was was actually really good. Um, probably the best it's been all year. And you know Mayo Mayo found themselves sort of one on one situations a lot. You know. Uh, Jerry, in the first half, the last day, Tyrone just emptied out the full forward line, and even 
brought out their half forward line out towards the middle of the field and just played Canavan inside on his own. Uh, I wasn't too far away from the Mayo backroom team and they were shouting into the radio for Rob to come out and play in front of Canavan. Is it something you'd agree with or should it drop an extra body back in front that's used to playing out there? It's it's not something they all do a lot, isn't it? They don't they don't really drop that sweeper back a lot. Yeah. I, they do I, drop I, the keeper though. They have done a yeah. leap as well. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get what they're trying to do there is 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 sort of stop that first phase ball, you know what I mean? And try to stop that kick pass in. But I mean, look, I mean there's there's, there's a fair bit of debate about Aiden at the minute and what he should and shouldn't be doing and inside line or outside line. Like I'd love to like Aiden's a huge monster man and he gets an awful lot of attention like if I was planning to play Mayo on any given day. You know, you, you don't want Aiden to sort of get that ball that you know he's capable of. I'd love to see him sort of out round middle of the field, catching those balls and dropping back from eight in as a sweeper, because I think he'd be brilliant at the role. Right now, they're trying to drop him from 14 back, and it's a long way to go up and down the field, you know, because, I mean, he's a clever, smart guy. He's good, you know, at sort of tackling and stuff. And, you know, at the minute, you know, it's just struggling to see the role that he actually plays within the team and asking him to do that huge amount of work where, you know, they could probably benefit more from sort of kickouts and sort of set plays and kickouts in the middle of the field. That, that may be controversial, I don't know, but I mean, I just think he'd be hugely effective doing that role. And again, sort of breaking forward, he's smart with the ball, he doesn't waste a lot, you know. Um, but I, I, I would be I would be probably from the school of, um, certainly in Division 1, I found that dropping back into those pockets with the classy forwards who can score if they get, they'll hurt you. You know what I mean? And you, you kind of have to have something to probably curb that a little bit, you know? So you get the phone call. You're the Mayo manager for the weekend. Uh, what are you tidying up? What are you going for against Roscommon? Oh. <laughs> Just throw it at you. Yeah. Um, I suppose I suppose the first question is what have Mayo available to them? You know, what yeah. have they what have they got available? That's that's key, I suppose. I mean, obviously Paddy Durkin's lost there, sounds like he's gonna be missing for a game or two. And maybe that leadership on the pitch, you know, in terms of breaking the line and breaking up, I think Mayo can Mayo are good at that. I think I think I'd like to see them sort of change from really fast attack to sort of slowing the ball down rather than trying to, you know, the last day I was just saying, I, I thought they tried to slow the ball down an awful lot and, you know, teams were setting up, you know, certainly Tyrone were setting up against them. Um, but like Roscommon's transition from defence to attack is really good and they'll score, you know, more times than not if they get out past that Mayo press, you know, um, like Mayo have players there that will definitely hurt you. And um, certainly if, if I had to pick one or two things to go after for Mayo, I would say you'd have to cut the free count down from nine to two or three. I mean, you'd have to set those defensive objectives as in, you know, just a sloppy sort of tackling. Now, maybe maybe the ref was to blame a little bit there, but there was an awful lot of sloppy tackling where fellas were going down the ball and the hands were going in. And, you know, nine frees is way too much to sort of concede, certainly at this level, I think. Um, and... That they'd be like, I mean, if they can go cut out those frees and can see no goals, I think they'll go a long way to, you know, keeping Ross Common under, you know, they'll have enough fellas tackling out the field to keep the scoreline low enough, you know. Yeah, positive play probably seems to be an issue. Sometimes they take the lateral pass when maybe they could keep the ball moving and try and maybe move with the 
the, the men filtering back before that, you know, they seem to, it seems what we, we've been discussing over the last couple of weeks is it's that positive pass that maybe that 10 yards further down the field to keep with the tracker, with the lads dropping deep. They just seem, there don't seem to be that urgency there. Or is it I just can, that, can, are, are can, people moving for them like? I can see what they're doing, right? I can see what yeah. they're doing. And, and obviously they're getting to a point where they have to send the ball sideline to sideline. I can see what they're obviously doing. They're trying to sort of, you know, move shift the defences left to right. And that's the right thing to do, obviously. But who are they trying to set up? Who are they trying to get on the ball as the shooter? Like, you know, just the example is probably the way they, you know, they got Clifford on the ball for that last play. But Kerry are doing that all the time. They're all they're always trying to set up somebody. You look at Shane McGuigan, He's, you know, they're playing in pockets all the time to have Shane McGuigan come on the loop and be the shooter or whoever else. Like there's always, there's always a reason for the ball going over into pockets and, and you know, having guys coming off the loop. I, you know, I suppose I'd love to see Tommy Conroy sort of, you know, be a little bit more patient and come off and use that pace with a shot at the end, you know. And for me, I suppose on the outside, Killian O'Connor, probably can kick seven, eight, nine, ten points in the game. But does it, like he's spending his time sort of up and down the field. I I would be baffled by it sometimes because of his intelligence and you know he's a brilliant tackler and that kind of stuff. But I'd love to see him sort of just set himself up more to become a shooter. Do you know what I mean? And sort of get yeah. off fellas. Um Ryan O'Donoghue's doing it really well. He's he's kind of setting himself up good. You know, he's finding himself in a lot of traffic when he's shooting, but like he he has that pace and power and maybe that low center of gravity to 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 come around and get a shot off. Um but Killian Connor has that sort of smart guile cleverness to, you know, if somebody came in and just did a screen for him, just to buy him a half a yard now and you know, get him into that shooting positions, you know. But it just I just struggle to see who Mayo are trying to set up. There it looks like they're kind of doing it maybe kind of for the sake of doing it and, and hope that somebody gets into that space where maybe the Kerry's Dublin's and Derry's now have a real plan. Like there's no hope they, they know who's going to get on the end of, or who they want on the end of it. Like, you know, mm. so um, maybe a couple of things I sort of call out, maybe, maybe, maybe that's over critical. Yeah. Can, can Mayo start Killian and Aiden in the one full forward line? Are you leaving yourself open to teams attacking you from there, Jerry? Look, I mean, <clears throat> Again, it depends what you want them to do. I mean, they seem to spend a lot of time tackling back the field, you know what I mean? And yeah. they're not doing that forwards job that maybe you would like to see, you know. Uh, look, T Tommy Conroy has got lots of ability and pace and stuff. But again, I'd love to see change his focus to sort of when he takes a man on, he's going for that score. It looks like he's sort of taking a man on to sort of lay the ball back or whatever. But, you know, Killian just seems to have the boot for me that if if they set him up, you know, and they need to be setting them up and consciously setting them up to sort of get a shot off. He's clever, most intelligent footballer, I'd say, in the game at the minute, should be sort of getting themselves into those positions. But Mayo should be looking to, you know, make that space for him and, you know, maybe get an odd screen off, you know, a couple of other players to buy him that space. Um, Aiden just doesn't seem to be sort of focused on maybe getting a shot off. He seems more focused on working. And, I mean, he did got a, he got a great tip off, I think, because it was against Kerry where, he, you know, he tipped... You know, he, he knocked the ball down to somebody, you know, and that's the kind of stuff that you nearly expect off him and, you know, more and more, you know, it just doesn't seem to be the focus. Of, Do you think he slows it down a bit too much, though, sometimes? Maybe it takes a bit too much out of when he's back there, when we could be yeah. maybe launching it or attacking it. I, I, I would be hugely critical of him because, I mean, if you, if you know, he, he probably bring, does, he's probably doing an awful lot of work 
you know, in terms of his positional play. And I mean, if you see Aiden in front of you and you're playing with your peripheral vision as the forward, you're turning back. I mean, you're not going for him. And I mean, he probably diverts an awful lot of stuff. He's probably, you know, setting his body up to sort of, you know, to set up traps and, you know, um, you know, you get into a tackle with him, you're not coming out. I mean, he wins all the throw-ins um, that he goes up for. Um, you know, he probably plays the game simple, you know, um, yeah. But coming back from 14 is a huge, it's a monumental task. I mean, to, you know, if you come back from eight, it's grand for a man of his size. If you're coming back from 14 and expected to come back there, have enough energy in the tank to sort of tackle and drift and set up and then win the ball back and get up the other side and try and score. I mean, there's not many can do it. And probably would be a little critical of having asking him to do that at the minute. Yeah. But and I think I, I think there's probably more things he's probably his strengths are probably lying in different areas now, you know. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that about you know the lads you know going back the whole time and been asked to defend as much as they are. Like I didn't see McCurry or uh Derek Hanavan back in the Tyrone backline the last night, you know, and signs is on the scores they put in. Like we do we're 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 the whole time talking about we need to get scores, we need to get our scores near the goal, whatever. Like Ryan for me at times, you know, the guy that you're hoping for scores is just not in around that 14-yard, 20-yard box enough to be making runs. Tommy Conroy, in fairness of the last night, he won a lot of ball that came into him. But I can't remember him having one shot on goal. And, like, that's your full forward again. Poor Stanton tipped on it in in the interview before the match when they mentioned about Aidan O'Shea. Well, you're not really looking for scores off him. And she said, well, hold on a second. He's our full forward for the last year. And he hasn't scored from play since the Common Championship game last year. I mean, I didn't know that stat, now to be honest with you, but... Uh, it's it's pretty damning, like, and um, I think that that's like we brought in a forwards coach this year, and and so far in four games, I I'm not seeing anything different. Now the reports are supposed to be good, but I'm not seeing any difference. And I like even Killian O'Connor the last day was back in the full back line. I think it was twice, to, and like, now Killian doesn't have the legs at this stage. Like he he has his cuteness, as you said there, Jerry, and you need him in around the goal to be on the end of a move more or less than trying to start a move back in the full-back line. Yeah, I mean, we we played Tony Smith in the role last year, actually, in, in Castlebar. I mean, probably just we took him from 13, but we put him in as a playmaker to sort of get on that very clever, you know, very good with the ball. I just find with Killian, he's sort of, he's sort of, uh, and, and again, it's only my view and I'm only going to watch him from afar. I, I don't know, but like, I see what Mayo are trying to do. I see, I see, but you're right with Tommy. And I, I, I you know, if I was... Looking at Tommy, I would want him sort of getting him isolated one on one and taking his man on, but only with a view to getting a score. I mean, he's getting he's getting a lot of ball, doesn't seem to be productive with it though. Like, you know, he's um and look, maybe he just needs a bit of time. I know he spent a bit of time out of the game last year, and to be fair to him, like if 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 we were setting up against him next week, we'd give him an awful lot of attention. And I think teams are giving him an awful lot of attention, you know. And it's the one team that'll just not give him that attention. He could absolutely burn alive. You know what I mean? Um, but you know you have to give him that respect every day. And Aiden gets that respect as well from opposition camps, and you know just in the, the threat of what he could actually do on the edge of the square. But but again, Killian the same. But probably maybe they just don't believe that themselves. You know what I mean? Like and probably just need to get up there and get a, a lot of more ball and maybe just be a little bit more selfish to take a man on and go around him and take a shot at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's probably the only thing I would sort of maybe fine tune. Yeah. People to come back 
Um, we're not sure exactly. It's probably Jim O'Connor is going to be out. We're not sure with McBride, with David McBride. There's a couple of things, so it's hard yes. really get a guess. He's definitely out of the end. I think so. Yeah, them three big players: McBride, Paddy Durkin, and O'Connor. Yeah, you'd you'd wonder who's going to uh, Corbin De Smith's influence. He, he's on top of his game at the start of this year. I don't know who we're going to get to track him. Sam Callanan. I think Kevin McStay mentioned that he's their primary man marker. Is that what he, phrase he used? Yeah, but it, if first come and bring him out around the middle of the field, they're Mayo going to send Callanan out? Should he, spend, he spends half time I'd say, I'd say he'll have to go and die with Craig anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I really think we need Sam Callanan uh, bursting forward. We need him out around the middle of the field with his energy. I, I, I like... Dunnock McHugh, we've always said, is a good marker. If he's on the panel... And that's his job. Why aren't we trying to get more out of him in that role? Whereas Callanan, do you know he's he's okay? He's he's not up to Lee Keegan's standards yet, and was but he's still a guy that like a bit of a Keith Higgins years ago when we played him corner back, and the energy he'd have given us out in the wing. I always thought, you know, that yeah. like okay, fair enough. We're putting an American man. He's doing a job. I just say let's try and find someone else if we can. Ray there Boyne may be a doubt about Dunnock and McHugh, lads. Uh, he dropped out of the panel at the last minute Saturday. Conor Loft has come in for him, so I presume that's injury-related. Yeah. Have many, is there many back for us, Common? Or seem to be coming back to, in, in dribs and drabs now. Ben O'Carroll is still out, is he? Ben O'Carroll, apparently. Um, Ray, Ray Boyne had a great tweet. I don't know if you've seen it, Jerry, um, about Dublin and Kerry. There was a clip in the Dublin the seventy second minute, and there were ten points up with the turnover. You know how they broke down the down the field at pace, and the stats was tech, tackle, press, and block count. Dublin one hundred and three, Kerry forty one. So we can talk tactics, we can talk nuts and bolts, but I think that is the true precursor. I think there was some game last year for May were involved, and we were just miles behind in the tackle count, and no one could understand why we were why we were losing. I forget the game it was now, but. It you know we can talk, we can sit here and talk all evening, but when it comes down to yeah. it, sometimes it's we just don't okay. mention the the hard work. J- Jerry, the, I don't know you probably had access to the GPS stats. Is it true that uh, Roscommon Physio covered the most ground last year in the championship <laughs> game against Mayo? I hope uh, it's true because that was the plan. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot better now. If, it, if, it, if it's not, they should be changing them out. But um, um, no, look, it, it's, it's going to be a huge game actually Saturday night. I yeah. think I think that atmosphere again is going to be great, isn't it? Like, and um, I mean, this time last year when when we played in the league, um, we were looking at the concept of showing your hand. I mean, you know. Roscommon did make a lot of changes for that game, and but not obviously the, there was no there was no tactical. It was just the way it fell and injuries and stuff. But um, Mayo Mayo were what seven up after fifteen minutes or something, seven yeah. nil or something at that stage. And um, um, I suppose this time around again now, I suppose there's going to be a, a longer gap to the championship and stuff. So it'll be it'll be it'll be a fierce battle. And I mean, Roscommon now fighting. I mean, if they get another point or two, they're probably going to it's going to it's going to keep them up. Like so, um, I I expect a good battle now again on Saturday night. Yeah, we're all looking forward to it. Jerry. Thanks very much for coming on. It was a good chat. Very informative as usual. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time. Just before he goes, we have better ask him about Sligo. He was at the Sligo game or the. Looking on course for promotion, Jerry. Yeah, look. To be fair, um, 
uh, in Division 4 last year, Sligo lost their first game and then sort of went, I think they went undefeated then for the rest of the league. And then, you know, I was at the clear game this year, Sligo's first game, and they lost that one unlucky. And so far now they've, they've won all games since. And uh, look, they're, they're, they 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 didn't they played good enough against Clare. We're probably unlucky with two sending offs and probably just couldn't grind it out. And then the last two games against Wicklow, um, they 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 ground out those results. And then the last day against Antrim, kicked one twenty, um, against Kevin the team. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not getting them back if, uh, if if we can keep kicking one twenty every week. So yeah, we're doing something right. Anyway, yeah. Jerry, thanks very much for coming on. All right, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. See you. Bye bye. Well, lads, what's the story? Is anyone going to speak? <laughs> Where do we start? I suppose, ref. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jerry nailed it on the head. We made too many changes, I think, before the game. Uh, I, I'm all for three or four changes, but when you go over five, it really upsets the rhythm of the team. I, I, I think. We just got a little overconfident. We thought Tyrone aren't much good. And I don't think they are, to be honest with you. Um, the two boys just got a hold of us in the second half. But uh, in the first half, they were abysmal. We weren't good, but they were abysmal. Um, Four to one and a half time Tyrone were. Yeah. The, the way they played in the first half, I, I said to myself, Canavan's going to have to uh, do it on his own here. But McCurry came in and kicked eight points. Canavan did get the all-important goal, but... Mm. Um, uh, I just think we made too many changes. I think we should have started Ryan. Uh, if he was on in the first half, I think the game had been over at half time, and then we could rest lads for the rest of the league. But now we're in a sort of precarious position. If we lose to the Rossies, we have Derry, who are the form team in the country, along with Dublin. It doesn't look like we'll get anything out of that, and it'll be all down to a match away from home against uh, perennial survivors, Monaghan. So uh, it's squeaky bum time if we don't win on. Saturday evening we just need to get the foot down and win don't we yeah it won't be easy Tina to bet us how many times it bet us a good few times in, in Castlevara as well yeah, yeah. I, wor- I worry about Enda Smith the next day I, I just can't see who we have that's going to stick with him who's going to so, take who, who's going to remember Craig we, we mentioned Craig there I, who, I can't, well he's centre back it looks it looks like the matchup for Callanan doesn't it they'll know each other they train together all year with UCD so it looks like the matchup for Sam. And Brickenden, what on what Donny Smith or Well the full back he'll be he'll be full back depending on who yeah. who they put in. I tell you uh, he's getting great experience at the moment, Brickenden, with uh, all these top players he's marking like so you give him said... the match, Sean, in the in the dome, no wonder like they're playing. <laughs> well, yeah, he, that's right, he's American Aiden that day. You, yeah. you made you made him. <laughs> you made him. Well, you know what? It's shit I get off the pot with him this year, isn't it? You know, so he's he's getting every chance. And uh, as I said, he's marking some top players. So uh, they're giving him the job to do it. And right. as I said, they're they are trying to they're trying to get him in there. They're trying to get a spot from they're trying to get him up to up to pace of it. And I'd say that's what's happening there. I, I just got the feeling the last night with the four changes and then the four extra for the game starter was that they didn't really care too much about it. It was like, it was like they're going to play in a challenge game. That's, I think that's the way they kind of treat it because they know themselves you can't afford to make that many changes. Saying that you're four points, were there three points up at halftime? Three points, yeah. Yeah, but like, in fairness to Tyrone, they must have had a massive halftime because they, they came out and their intensity was tenfold in the second half. McCurry, obviously, um, 
you know, Lee Keegan said he looked like he had a point to prove, whatever. Canavan before the game couldn't believe he wasn't starting. I'd say he was feeling for his own lead, knowing he'd have to do a lot of the donkey work up front. But uh, McCurry was unreal to come on. And uh, I just go back to the point I was on about early on, like that them two boys stayed in near the goal. They were never any further 30 yards away from the goal. And um, that's where you need your danger, man. And um, as I said, for Tommy Conroy, the amount of ball he won out in front, every single ball. But as Jerry was saying, he's kind of going off in directions. There was no one coming off his shoulder or anything like. So it's it's coming it's coming off the ball. He needs to be more than coming on to it. You know, sort of way like that that he's coming because that's when we obviously Tommy Conroy at his best is when he's running at defenses, not running away from the goal. We say, but he such. never shoots, John. He doesn't shoot. That's I, my I, issue. I'd like, say have a I'd go, say, have a go. Yeah, yeah. I'd say at the moment that he, he's like a lad that's the confidence may not be where it was, but and that that can happen any forward. And um, he just needs to get his eye in. I, I think it's just get out there and the pitch on his own and start kicking balls over the bear continuously. Start running towards goal. Even even if he gets someone kicking ball into him and then he starts turning off his right and off his left and making like Andy Morden. Gave himself, was it four years, five years in the end there of just constantly moving around that D and never outside it. Always, every time he got the ball, he's within scoring range. And that's that's the way he needs to be looking at it. Ryan, Jesus, lads, Ryan came on. He made a big difference in fairness to him. Um, like, but, like, um, like He's a one-class forward, John. But I, just on Tommy, John, I think we need to shift him out to the half-forward line for a game. Just a change of scenery. You know you're going to be bottled up in the full... He won a lot of ball the last night. But like he's nearly going too fast at times. He's going so fast he doesn't spot the runs. I move him out yeah. to the half forward line, give him a game out there. You wouldn't know a change if he kicks a couple of points, confidence back and move him back in then. Yeah, and I'm surprised they haven't tried that. But but in saying that, they're not trying a whole lot really, are they? Because uh, you know it's okay trying all these different players and uh but as you said in a tweet there in the weekend, you're still going back to a lot of the lads from, from the past. Um, that you know didn't get us over the line either. So it, they're not new lads as such. But like even as Jerry mentioned there about 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 Aidan O'Shea, if you know he's not playing well at the moment inside the full forward line, try what he's saying. Do something different with him. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But we don't seem to be trying any lad in a different position. Jack Kearney, maybe someone mentioned me the other day, try him at full forward or you know something. Just something. Throw a curveball. There never seems to be a bit of a curveball at all. I mean, you think they'd love to be experimenting with different things, you know, but they're, but they're not. Yeah. I thought mm. Young Duffy done all right the last night. I yeah. seen him get a bit of criticism on social media. I didn't agree with it. I thought no. he, he tried really hard. And I think he's a natural wing back as well, John. I think he's more a wing back than a wing forward. But yeah. I thought he tried awful hard. I agree, Jan. Yeah. He, he, he was a he asked me that here last year on the pod, where is and I said he's he's probably a half back. And some lads will ambash him. He said, I oh, will fuck you, we have enough half backs. But <laughs> look, that's his best position. That's the long and short of it. I, I think that's very unwarranted any any um abuse he got online because uh she's a young lad making his debut like that was his first start, like yeah. up in up in Tyrone. There's nothing too easy about that. I no. thought he did fine to be honest. Yeah, yeah. he was one of the few actual puzzles. I thought uh, Hessian done well, wing back. Yeah. Yeah, he's composed. I think that's a positive to have in the back mm. in fairness, you know. Start the second half, he got his hand in your man. He probably didn't need to for the soft free. Um with Robbie kicked one out over the line, then he gave one away a free as well. Um those yeah, we, actually... gave, we gave them the start in the second half. We gave them three soft points. The referee gave them a couple of soft frees and they got yeah. the confidence and the goal came. And yeah. when we brought Ryan in, we were three points down. Are we yeah. trying to play are we trying to play the wrong type of game with the team we have? Carry the ball up nice and handy, 
up to the up to the first line, first line defence. Stop, take your solo, pass it across, and then we just keep moving it back and over. And I know people, I I I don't like when people criticise this. Oh, just back and over. This is now football played. But how like how many fellas do we have that you set up like Clifford? Do you set up like your you know your 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 shooter and 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 get the score? If Ryan is buried in the back there, when, when it could be two or three people in front of him, like Bar Boland. Have uh, we got long range shooters? No, you know, no like we're playing this game, but we don't have like we're nearly. I said to you on the phone yesterday, and uh, we're nearly consumed now. Um, they look like a team that's consumed by not kicking the wide. You know, would it not be better to come down losing against Tyrone by kicking twelve wides and going right? This is what we have to fix. We have to fix our shooting. Do you know, there's nearly. Mm. They nearly look like they're afraid. Conor McStay had a couple of chances, and he he just wouldn't take them. Just have a pull. Have a yeah. pull, see where you are. If we do miss a couple of shots, right, yeah. that's what we need to fix. Because at the end of the fucking day, it's how is you score more than another team. You know, I think we're forget yeah. we've nearly gone all the way around with stats and worrying about making a mistake. Flynn took a few shots on. I dropped a couple short, but I like I, I didn't mind that. I was like at least we're fucking trying to score, you know? Yeah. Like from the fifty from the twenty-sixth minute to the fifty-fifth, we got outscored by one nine to two points. And I think Robbie Kin- Hinley kicked one of them from a free out of the sideline. Um, uh, Darren Maloney said when we got the penalty and Killian dispatched it that he was the first forward to score a goal for Mayo in the league. And and that was a penalty that we were lucky to get, in fairness. So, you know, I got a penalty against Galway as well, John. Oh, oh, he did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But geez, Maloney is wrong, so that's that. So, <laughs> um, like, but... That's that's the worry, and and look at Keegan talked about it on um on Sunday night as well. It's just it's the scoring lads, and yeah. where's it coming out of? And yet again, as you said, if you're drove down out of Omar or even knocked off the telly on Saturday evening, and they had tried something different, and you're gone. Well, you can see what they're trying to do here. It's something new, and uh, it's going to take a bit of time, but it's not new. Well, they There's did. Nothing. They tried a few players and probably tried too many and they ended up fucking it. But it's still, I think, me and you and everyone else yeah. are a problem. It's not, you know, they're doing one thing wrong. It's just, it's hard watch. And yeah. it's hard to get, it's hard but to it's, be positive. Yeah, I'm, not, so I'm no way at all positive about Mayo now. The it's, one thing that's consistent is we won't play forwards in the half-forward line. The two wing forwards, it's midfielders or it's defenders. But we won't play forward there. It's it's yeah. Bob Dewey, a midfielder. It's um, Kearney, Young Duffy, Flynn. Uh, uh, Flynn. It, it's never a forward, and we wonder why we don't score. But maybe play a forward up there. We well, might. We score. put in Boland. He's he's kicked what? Uh, yeah. two nearly two points a game now. <laughs> the, the man that dropped off the panel last year. Ah, yeah, midfielder. but the, look, you're going to make. <laughs> you're going to make. I I I yeah. know that. Yeah, that's the point. The, he's a forward ref, and but they're big enough. They were big enough to put yeah, to the, bring him put back, him back yeah. in, and yeah. that's it. I, I understand that, but the point I'm making is he's a natural <laughs> forward, and they're playing him in the forwards, and he scored. The temperature always goes up in the room, Enda, when you say the words. I understand that because it just. Yeah. It just <laughs> <laughs> that's when we're at our peak, like we're ready to fucking pull it out of each other. Do you disagree with the fact that we never play a forward at wing half forward? We had have we got wing? Have we, so you're saying Tommy Conroy type player? Uh, yes. And, yeah, but you can. But they've obviously went with this for a while. With they want year. the big guys, the big guys on the wings, and they want an extra range and kickouts or whatever. Even Jeremy Duffy was played the last. He's not a big guy. He's a defender. Did they play Omar McLaughlin there as well? Hmm. Did they play Omar McLaughlin up there? Did they played him against Dublin last year. 
All right, yeah, we yeah. always play a defender or a midfielder wing half forward. We never play forward, and then we wonder why we can't put up scores. Yeah, and then we have our main box tracking back, and then we've Ryan O'Donoghue, our one uh, marquee forward, who's one of the top forwards in the country, on his own inside with the other lads working back. We can't put up scores because we're not playing forwards. I and don't we're know not if you've seen this. Forwards. I don't know if you've seen this. And uh, you probably have John stats and solos. They're not the inaugural consensus player power rankings. So they, I think they polled a thousand people for this and named their top players in the country. Uh, it's his Twitter account, stats and solos. I think you'll be interacting yeah. with Google Linda. Yeah, a thousand responses. Yeah, a thousand votes. John, did you see it? No. Okay, this is good. This is good. So it names out. It has tier one, which is three. Does. The top three players, so we say Clifford, Connor Glass, Finton, and then there's tier two, four, five, and six. And we'll say the name, the name, hold on, the name th- 28 players here. The top 28. How many Mayo players are in the top 28 in the country off this poll? Um, uh, two, two, I was gonna say, no, one. Paddy Durkin or Ryan, which Paddy Durkin is eighteen. Ryan O'Donoghue, oh. I think, is down at thirty-four. Hmm. Now, this would like I think it's important for us to realise that we probably don't have hmm. superstars. We did because if that was two thousand sixteen, we could have six or seven of them in the top twenty. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and and I think we get lost in this at times. We do, we, we do. We keep we keep forgetting that. You know, it wasn't going to go on forever. The chances were there. Unfortunately, it didn't get over the line. And it's like as if it's like as if this team has been crucified for it now, the creatures, and they're out there trying their best. Like you'd be hoping Saturday evening, uh, Ross Common will go to it'll be a tough, tough game. Like that you'd be going and if you could win that. It's like I said to you there in a text there not too long ago, Donegal, Monaghan, Tyrone, Mayo, Galway. We're we're much of a muchness now, but yeah. none of us gonna win the learned. No. Yeah. But we're still we're yeah. still not far off. Like you see Cork and Kildare where they're at. Fuck's sake, like that's 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 turmoil. You know, we're, we're nowhere near we're nowhere near turmoil, like. No, we're we're going as hard as we can, I think, are we pretty? If yeah, we lose yeah. to if we lose to a scumman on Saturday night, I'm not saying we will, but if we lose to a scumman on Saturday night and uh, we won't beat Derry and we lose to Monaghan, you'll be talking about turmoil, John. Uh, I don't think you would end up. No, I don't. Yeah, well, you'd you be relegated. No, 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 no. Kildare is turmoil at the moment now, and Cork, you would say as well. We're we're not near that in fairness. No, we're definitely we're, not near that. Yeah, if Cork win a couple of more games, we could be in the same division as them in next yeah. year. So yeah, but uh, I I be we come back up. We come back be, up. We're miles ahead yeah, of that. Yeah, but I'd be positive for Saturday. We lost to them the last time we played them. Shit. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 no, no, Cork. Cork. But I'd still think we'd come back up out of Division Two, and there'd be. I think well. we come up too. But yeah, yeah. I, and I think I think we. It's win not going to stop us winning Ireland because we're not going to fucking win one anyway. Yeah, I think we'll beat Ross Common Saturday night, and and I think then that gives everyone a bit of time to kind of let it gives the management and everyone time to cull the few lads they have to because I guarantee you there'll be a few gone after last Saturday night, guaranteed. Uh, there'll be there'll be a couple gone this starts that game. Yeah. They won't be gone from the panel, but they'll be gone from the team, John. Yeah, the panel's picked, isn't it? Yeah, one man in particular, Jesus, he 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 um he wasn't at the race at all, tall, and I don't think you're going to see him again. Um, I actually thought his nephew didn't do too bad, and I, I still wouldn't say he's good enough really for it, but he actually didn't play too bad in fairness. Uh, next day, 
Yeah, he he was probably in one of his he better worked, games. He worked, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, he started the move and ended the move where they got the point. He was the only one to score from play for the forwards in the first half. So, uh, that's 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 the, the only point I would make, lads. There was eight changes. It wasn't the Mayo team. Yeah, it's going to play Saturday night or playing the championship, and it's probably a case where our panel isn't that deep. When we go below below sixteen and seventeen, we're struggling. Yeah, <sighs> I I never like I like I never as a young fella going to watch Mayo games, and they were they weren't within a nasty roar of of an Ireland like, and uh, they were in Connacht. Was it this late seventies, early eighties? They hadn't won a Connacht title, you know. So we're nowhere near that because I tell you. There seems to be a few good young lads coming as well in the next few years. So if they can come through, that's always the hope is there, you know. So it's not all it's not all bad. But no. yeah, obviously you're watching the game and you have to analyze it and see where you're at. And yeah, I suppose it's the realization of of really seeing where we're at. Really. Yeah. But then at the same time, John, we hammer the say if we beat the Rossies by five or six, <laughs> we're fucking back, baby. You know, <laughs> you'll be back for the City West again, Rob. <laughs> um, new president, lads. I'm full of optimism unless the backbenchers rein him in. I think he really wants to make a difference. Um, he does. In fairness, from your right end, he does, and I can guarantee it. It'll be fuck all done because if you're going with the, be- <laughs> if you're going with the best intentions of all them yeah. jobs, yeah, fucking change nothing. It's it's it'll be the same old shit. Um, James Horn James Horn is on the committee that's gonna uh, save football along with uh, Eamon Fitzmaurice, Jim Gavin, Jim Gavin, Colin Nally, friend of the pod. Um, he might ring us listener. for a bit of advice. Colin, giving you the shout out. Well, the one thing about that is if they come with a few ideas and they're thrown out there and they're not listened to or whatever, they're just going to be gone again. So it, it, they will look to get things going like them boys. What are they going to do? I sure look at... They'll probably get rid of the forward mark, Ref. I'd say that's what, the, that's what... The, that'll be the one thing that'll come from that committee. Ah, oh. they'll get more. They'll have to come up with more than that. Go back to the way... Go back to the way it was. <laughs> Did you see Jerry? That, or was it or Galway and Jerry? The two of them acting the acting the maggot with the black hairs. The, yeah. The time wasting like it was absolutely yeah. crazy. We've been three minutes wasted on it. And come here, the referees have been very fun to give themselves penalties for black card offences. That referee in the Galway Derry game was the same ref as the Mayo Kerry game. As the Kerry game. game, yeah. Right. That yeah. referee would not have given that penalty as a black card, uh, given the black card, then the penalty, unless he had seen it on telly the night before. I'm convinced. Yeah. I am convinced. Yeah. Yeah. It. Mm. it wasn't even yeah. a black card. He punched him. It was a yellow mm. card. He went uh, in. And he, he was shooting for a pint at the time. It was the funny yeah. thing, Ralph. And when what he was... Him, he was in the process yeah. of shooting for a pint. So how goes, can it be a goal-scoring opportunity? Yeah, our, our penalty wasn't a oh, penalty. Yeah. Though. No. No, it was no, definitely no. not. No, uh, but the honorable Conor Glass, there, second best player in the country. If you watch back that Galway game, he 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 actually let your man in for the Galway goal. And I thought he, he actually was with him and he let him go. Your man was making the run towards goal. The, the uh, Galway lad was coming up through the middle with the ball and um, he would track him for a split second and then he stopped, let him go. He ran in and got the goal. So 
I just thought on the on the defensive I, side. I'd say John Cena was key and Darcy and didn't think he'd finish it. I'd say <laughs> he got an awful land. Ian didn't last much longer in the field. He was taken off uh, at half time. Oh, I don't know. I think if you're if you're if you're doing the video analysis or Derry, you're gonna. Have oh, to I'd say he got one. a tap on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting Monday Keegan's article during the week about how Tony Buckley used to go from in the video analysis. You'd think Lee would be one fellow wouldn't be getting. Too harsh comments in his analysis. I doubt it. Yeah, that's too much. There was too much to pick on him, was there? And there probably was bits now, but I'd say it was yeah. just more nice dressing for the article. Mm. Um, more than anything, there was a thing called huddle. Was it huddle? Yeah. Was it called? Is huddle, it an American yeah. football thing? No, it's it's uh, so it's uh, video analysis. A lot of GA clubs use it. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, you share video. Probably cost fortune, does it? Don't know what to cost on it now, ref. Um, down the twenties, ref. Under twenties. A couple of challenge matches the last couple of weeks. Kildare yeah, and Mead. I'll just check me uh, my notes. Uh, what? under tw- notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! You know. It's on a. It's on a here. I have Mead. Mead. The bet Mead, and the last. The last of Kildare and Tom. Tom Lydon got three points, and Jared Byrne got one nine. And something here about Marlborough Gold. Oh no, wait, that's the that's the packet that's wrote on. No, they they have two, yeah, they're two games. Um well one each weekend, sorry, yeah. Yeah, they're two games, so yeah, bet meads and but you don't know, like like it could have been half the mead team, it could have been Yeah, that's it, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I should have me all trying things out too, you know. But they're two lads that were minor last year, so that's Yeah. Promising in a way. Yeah, just two good lads that you be. Look at they're they're still what Probably th- three years from coming through two when I was the two, yeah, they're another two, and, and 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 they have to make that jump to senior level, like so. Uh, you'd be hoping, and you always, and, and look at you look through it. Where, where, how do we struggle so much to get these marquee forwards? It's just, it's just beggar's belief, really. We just can't seem to, to get is it, is it coaching lads, or is it just, uh, in built to me, we we just don't produce forwards. Surely there has to be more to it. Like Roscommon are producing a lot of forwards. How can they do it and we can't? Yeah, there's 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 something to it. I'd say there's guarantee you there's something to it. Yeah, uh, we're trying to stop forwards from playing this county more than uh, getting them to play. I had an idea for underage football lads to try and improve the kick and to give two points for. A free off the ground. Try and encourage. Maybe not uh, uh, up until under 14 and you can change it then. If you give two points for free off the ground, it encourage every club to bring two uh, free decker off the ground. Can you hit a mark off the ground? No. Right. All right. Yeah. Give GH a ring there in the morning, Inda. Yeah. <laughs> Um, have we any other topics? Under ref? sixteen ladies won Franny Regan first game against Gal over Gary without Gary Moore. Inda, yes, five twelve two seven, good win, good win for, for the girls. That's around Robin, is it, John? It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they'll have Leitrim in two weeks' time again. Yeah, didn't Sligo and Ross Common. Yeah, so 
good the chance final. of getting to the final now you'd imagine yeah and um, I'd imagine Galway will be back in it again they, they seem to be the two stronger teams in it so I'm sure Galway will be a different proposition when they get the final they usually are um, they usually are in these kind of competitions um, Joe McQuillan the weekend lads Joe McQuillan the weekend is yeah. it yeah Dublin Joe Never used to call him Dublin Joe. Yeah. Oh, I have a few now. A, a shout out to the King of Derry Castle residing in Ivy Bridge over in Devon. That came in from Kenny Conway to shout that one out. Um, uh, any other business lads? Girls were beaten. Oh, um, I do have it here, yeah. They, they were, yeah. I watched. Box. <laughs> It'll get bad now if it starts smoking fags on the pod. Um, I watched that game, yeah. The they, they they kept with them, but the goal was the killer. They just seemed to be on top of them after that the game against uh Gerards against Oma. Some serious they were very impressive now, I must say, with their turnovers and they got stuck into them and they kept with them. But there was just Oma were that good bit stronger, like they were kinda of in control then after the goal. Um Darren the best prospect on that team, Ref. He's up there, yeah. Himself, himself and Farry, I think, are uh, called Keevney. Keevney, yeah. Would be three lads I'd be. I'm looking at Park. Like, Park could be could be a shout for intermediate. A dark horse. If not this year, maybe next year. Um, Some really good footballers coming through and they'll have a new bounce this year, a new manager that comes with it. And it'll be interesting to see them play. But, uh, yeah, Darnieri got four points. Ryan Gibbons got two frees. Gavin Farry. Carl Keevney and then Zach Collins come on and got a point. Um yeah, disappointing enough, but Oma were were, were a lot stronger. And Oma that, are obviously the defending champions. They are, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, the six players from last year, they that's a good bit yeah. like. And sure. they're play, play, playing the Chile team in the final, so I think I'm gonna head up to that Son Paddy's weekend. Is that in Crow Park? Yeah, I'm gonna try and get a rugby ticket for F, so if you, if you put out your feelers for me there, I'm prepared to pay for it. Really? Chase, you'd pay good for it. It's the grand, it could be a grand slam, like so. I know that. <laughs> you'd be surprised where you get one. Yeah, ref has a lot of tentacles out there, John. Yeah, tentacles. That's a nice way of describing it. Um, Former guy. I was up there the weekend. In Croker. I was at the Wales game. Were you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, John's like? one of the guys now. Yeah. Ref. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you have the good I, gear on. I was, I was walking down. Did you, did you see the long trench coat, ref? Ah, the Sopranos. I was, I, I was walking down towards the the, the, the Viva, and there's a fella in front of me. Ah, stop! I'd love to get the phone out and video of the talk out of him. It was just unreal. <laughs> it's just like it's amazing, like where these guys come out. They're guys, another culture. Guys, yeah, yeah. They're another really. culture. Okay. You can't buy them tickets in general sale for them games. No, I should. Do you think I didn't try that before I brought it up here tonight, ref? Someone have a ticket for Enda. Yeah, prepare to pay for it. The last, the last time I was in that place was called Lansdowne Road. So that's how long ago so I was there. I haven't been in the Viva since they've done it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice spot. Nice spot. I was, ah, look at lads fucking men, women, I suppose, drinking for the game, whatever, and drinking at the game. And the amount of people going to the Jacks. And I was right on the edge of where they come out. It was up and down the whole fucking time. You know what was I mean? it? So, yeah. They, said, yeah. they reckon that, that they, they want to stop the drink at the rugby games. Yeah. I, 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 you know what I mean? I, I like a drink, but I, I didn't have anything <laughs> left for it. I had one at half time. That was it. 
Uh, you want to see the the cue for the lads, Jack? So I was saying, lads are. Uh, it's like uh, we know what it's like to be a girl today, you know, because uh, the cues were huge. How much is a pint in the Viva, John? Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't pay for it. Don't worry. Yeah, no. <laughs> but around around that area was around seven euro, and I was like, so it wasn't too bad. Not bad. No. Any club transfers, lads? Any here? Any transfers of the grapevine, ref? No. Did you? No. Indra. Uh, did I, did I hear of one to Bell Mullet or has that gone through? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Shane Allen to Bell Mullet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've gone back, gone back home. Yeah. Yeah, there, there must be a big push on. Um, oh, I great, they must have stopped buying them pints out in Lewisburg. <laughs> Grady's gone, you see, now he's <laughs> And POC. That, that, uh, that, that stopped. Um, uh, Saturday, lads, uh, Derry and Dublin leading into Mayo and Roscommon. Good evenings football. Great yeah. evenings football. Yeah. Sport clown will be busy. Yeah. Be few it's in there watching to, that. It's hard to watch the matches on the phone. I was trying to watch the match yesterday on the phone. It's hard on the small screen. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a good crowd. 13,000. Yeah, I, I think the Roscommon fans are becoming in confidence. Ref, <laughs> I wouldn't be answering Shaggy by this week. I wouldn't like to take him on in a bet this time. No, uh, we'll beat we'll beat him Saturday night. We'll beat, we'll him. beat him. He's he's yeah. uh, he's all day putting stuff up. On <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a. I got a few mentions on him. Uh, um, I think we will. We have to. Yeah, and I if think we we'll don't, beat him Saturday night. I, I rare now. I tweet about. When I, I, you know, going to the bone and stuff when it comes to Mayo, it's rare now. But I uh, just, I said it, I put up a tweet there last night. And like, if they bet us, they bet the shite out of us in McHale Park last year. If that group has anything in them now, they'd want to get the shoulders of the wheel and put these boys, put them back on their arses. If they don't, there's a bigger issue here. There's a bigger issue in that Mayo team at the moment. So. I, I hope to do three it. huge losses, Ref. I'm, I, they I'm they're missing fellas themselves. If they can't fucking get, get it going for this game after them getting fucking humiliated last year in Castlebar, then fuck oh. me, there's something massively, massively wrong in that group. I don't care what fucking 15 they've out. They need to be getting up, up for this match now. Christ above, they can't beat us again. If we might bring you in beforehand. Now I was going to say, was inspirational. get him in the fucking dressing room. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you in. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> it's Ross Common sure for Christ's sake. <laughs> no, that's for the championship. But I'm fucking worried about that. because I tell you, that's yeah. going to be a tough fucking game. Yeah. Oh, 100 euro bet with him. Oh. I know. I, that's, the cunt, that's, the cunt uh... got me for 50 last year too. Like It's not that... <laughs> It's a revolution. That's, that's going to be a tough one, you know. Uh, you lose that, you're in trouble, and you win it, it could be a huge win. You know I mean, you don't know what to do for you. So that's going to be a big game. Massive. But, Massive. but if this one now first Friday night, Saturday night. Anyone you I'd... want to see come into the team the weekend, lads? Is there any player you'd like to see? Would you like to see Darren McHale getting the start? Yeah. Towie. Towie. He didn't get on again the last night, did he? No. No. Uh, your man Aaron McDonald didn't get on either no I, I'm beginning to wonder is he there at all well sure I mean, <laughs> but like if he's there at the bench and he's there every night and, he, and they're going and they're going calling me now are they going to call me this time or he, he must be thinking sure they're going to call me now no 
you know, you're sitting there and you, you have to be in the zone and be ready. You have the warm up done. You're sitting, you're looking and watching what's going on. I could be marking this lad. And next thing, nothing again. It, it's tough. Like, it's tough to have yourself right in. Unless they're talking to him, obviously, and telling them what's going on. But I hope they're talking to him, John. Well, I hope so, too. <laughs> um, um, anyone else? Um, yeah, no, Darren McHale, definitely. You'd like I, to see him get a string of games. I want to see if he can uh, step up. I don't give two fucks. I just want to win. Who plays? They could play fucking anyone. Um, need to get over the line. Yeah. It's going to make things tricky, like. There's no need for it. If we don't do it, if we don't do it now on Saturday evening, there's a good chance, of, you know, there's a fair chance we mightn't. We'll be in serious bother. Well, it'll all come down to the Monaghan game. Yeah, maybe Monaghan will be relegated by them. Could that be possible? Could be, yeah, it could be. We, we, could, be could, be, we could be both nearly relegated at this stage. That'll be the vital game then, John. <laughs> <laughs> the vital one's in the hide. That's it. Yeah. And, and but these these are important. It is important. It, it obviously, is. you you want to wait up. You want to wait up. But it's, I suppose our argument about that all is if they do go down, it's not the end of the world. It's not. No. Um, no. shortage of footballs in the country, lads. I was reading an article that there's a shortage of footballs. There is. I was have talking you, to a man. Have you good stock of them in Dermagee, ref? We ordered them. Yeah, well, they're already. I think. I think we have them. We they're in the. Vicinity of the village, anyway. Um, because I was talking to a man that was trying to order some, and he said they were sold out. Okay. How would you sell out? <laughs> they haven't changed. I can't remember the. They're still fifty euro. Everything else has gone up nearly double the price. They're still fifty euro. But um, you'd imagine they'd have a serious stockpile of them. Yeah, obviously but they you, don't. But, but you, I say, you even have young lads now buying. I see like Jack Kane there. He bought, I think, it was five or six O'Neill's footballs himself, like, yeah, uh, last year, just for his own ball for going to pitch, whatever. Because sometimes you may not get the pit, you know, the senior team balls or whatever, you know. And there's a lot of lads doing that now. I suppose everyone is going around buying balls, but every club time, as well, John. Every club is is, is getting fo- managers ringing the chairman. Loads, more, more balls. I mean, yeah, and yeah. they la- they last for ten O'Neill's, and they land out with those fucking Brixie Oaks, yeah. you know, the yeah. the tr- the trainers. There's only yeah. one club that won't have to order balls for a long time, ref. Casper Mitchells. No, Hollyman uh, Caramore. After they cut them trees last year, they got 46 balls and 25 <laughs> is a belonging area. Yeah, but they're all burst. That's it, is it? Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I think that's it, lads. That was good. It's good to get a bit off our chest there now and... Uh, I, I, I'll send a message into the lads where they'll bring you in to give the uh, pep speech ref. I was very that. impressed with that. Just clip Al- that bit. Al Pacino. Yeah. Al Pacino. Yeah. Every inch ref. Oh, don't, you don't need to tell me about every inch. <laughs> 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 oh, good luck. Oh. 